is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm Bran. I love uh, ABC Family Christmas movies. I'm Dan. I despise ABC Family Christmas (laughs) movies. I'm Alonzo. I'm learning about the dark and twisted world of ABC Family Christmas movies. And this is is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. Oh boy. oh boy! It's good to be here, everybody. It's Monday, good to be Monday, here. Monday, Monday, Monday. Brand, Dan, Alonzo, your Monday trio. That's right. I don't. I can't <laughs> think of a better three people to kick off the week. With. I mean, come huh? on. Am I right? You got a case right? of the Mondays. This is where you show up. No that's doubt exactly, about it. That's exactly right. Sure. Um, Alonzo, how you doing, yes, pal? Sir. Uh, good. We're, we're you know it, it it's in the sixties in Los Angeles, and that's winter for us. So uh, you know, I get to throw on a layer. It's exciting. We haven't been in the sixties in weeks here in South Carolina. We we are definitely, and we're supposed to get. This yeah. is very early, but by the time you're listening to this on Monday, yeah. at this point, they're calling for a massive ice storm today. Today, Oof. today, yeah. Six, six, all the models say six inches of ice. Now, by the time we get to Monday, I'm sure that'll change. Yeah. But if that happens. It will be a gridlock. You guys won't hear from us you, for the rest that, of the year, I it think. It will be over. That would be it. Right. Like, no one, shut it down. I hope you've got your canned goods and bottled water That's ready right. to go. Yeah. That's but Alonzo, right. you make sure that with those 60 degrees, you it's uh, the key is a wa- to keep the water dripping. You That's don't right. want, yeah, you yeah, don't want those pipes to freeze, <laughs> Pipes pal. to freeze. That's exactly That's right. right. Yeah, and I just salted the driveway, so it's all good. <laughs> Um, this is very exciting. Uh, our book is coming out. It's on the Amazon. So it it's is. coming out in September. Dan, uh, we've discovered, this is insane to me, that there would ever be another Daniel Thompson. Such but a there's another Daniel Thompson name. out there. Yeah. Dan, um, tell everybody about your poetry book that you come uh, have yeah. coming out. I'm very this excited about a, it. This is quite a ruse that you see co- going on right here because if you go and look up our book on Amazon and you see my name, Daniel Thompson, and click on it, it will be a uh, bearded, redheaded fellow who's a big poet and uh, doesn't look really anything like me. Um, so it's it's kind of something I did a long time ago. It was a look I was going for. It didn't really work <laughs> out. Um, but, you know, I'm going to try again with this Christmas book, see if I can get a little bit more traction. That's the goal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Alonzo. The book, you, the book, of course, being I'll Be Home for Christmas Movies. Uh, just oh, in case yeah, yeah. We probably no. pre-order it now. Yeah, pre-order it now. Get your pre-order uh, on. It, it, I like to pre-order my books at least half a year in advance because then yeah. when they come here, like, it's, it's a big a surprise. surprise. It's like you paid for it so long ago, it's That's not right. even real it's money. Like, like yeah. finding a 20 in an old pants pocket. Yeah, that's right. It's that's free exactly money. What it's it free is. money. We, our and, book is the 20 in an old pants pocket of books. That's what we're saying. <laughs> uh, can we put that? Can we quote ourselves on yeah, the back on of the back, 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 back this, cover? This mm. book is great. Um, all right, guys. Are you ready to uh, talk about Christmas Cupid? Mm, boy, am I. Um, Valentine's Day uh, yesterday. That's right. I had a wonderful Valentine's Day, I'm sure. So a movie called The Christmas Cupid, you would think, is a no-brainer. It's a perfect for tie a in. Valentine's Day tie-in, yes. and if you think that, you would be dead wrong. Yeah, per- <laughs> no, it's a perfect tie-in. Uh, the Christmas Cupid originally aired on uh, December twelfth, twenty twenty. 2010. 2010. It did not air two months ago. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault, everybody. 2010. I even have 2010 you here. It by a decade. I even have 2010 right 2010. now. 2010. 2010. We made contact. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it originally aired on ABC Family. If this aired in 2020, everyone's getting sued yeah, and thrown no, in jail. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, and I want a little something like this. Sloan. 
She's a ruthless Hollywood publicist, and she has a client named Caitlin who just keeps getting bad press for being the worst. Sloane is also the worst, don't worry. Um, and she's being real extra right now. Uh, one night, Caitlin shows up at her apartment, at Sloane's apartment, and is like, um, you're going to be visited by three ghosts, and then she disappears. And it's like, well, that's a weird thing that would happen. Sloan then turns on the TV, gets a report that Caitlin died by choking on an olive. Off to a good start. Uh, so she uh, goes to the hospital to see if the news is true because she just saw her in her apartment. And sure enough, she's looking at Caitlin's corpse and uh, the ghost of Caitlin shows up again. And she's like, um, I'm going to be hanging out with you. Can't get rid of me so fast. Um, then Sloan talks to this doctor named Patrick. Whew, he's a hunk. Uh, and they uh, used to date back in the day. Um, they talk about their past just a little bit. And then she goes on her own way. You can go your own way. Caitlin keeps showing up and throwing Sloan off. Like just, and then Sloan, Sloan starts throwing stuff up. It's a whole thing. Like not throwing up. Like she throws. You get it. Uh, she decides to throw a big party um, for Caitlin as a memorial. Uh, naturally, I believe that party is going to be on Christmas Day. Big Christmas Day memorial party. Uh, so Patrick uh, calls Sloan and says, hey, I had fun uh, the other night talking to you. I'd love to go out on a date with you. She hesitates because she has a boyfriend. Um, but, you know, whatever. Um, the clock strikes midnight and it's time for the ghost of Christmas past. It's her first boyfriend, Brad. And um, she's going to be uh, shown the three, uh, the three ghosts of Christmas boyfriends past. So, uh, yay. Um, he shows how selfish. Xmas. Xmas, that's right. Xmas. Uh, shows her how selfish she was. And her mom taught her to only care about money. And she's over there. She's breaking hearts in high school. And then we see her leaving Patrick without saying goodbye. Literally just leaving him a note and taking the TV on her way out. Whew. All because he was going to Iowa. And you know what? That is fair. <laughs> that is fair. Um, she didn't even tell him in person. It's a real sad moment. Uh, she finds out that Patrick bought a ring. He was going to propose to her, but she didn't know that. She wasn't there. Uh, we tell the, uh, we see that the, the guy um, that she hopped to uh, was fine. And then she found someone better hop. So she's hopping up. Guys, status, money. Until now, she's with uh, her boss. His name's Andrew. We'll get to him in a little bit. Um, and so, um, well, we'll get to him right now. He cheats on her. We see that. Uh, we find out that he cheats on her. And so uh, she snaps out of Christmas past, goes and breaks up with him. She goes out with Patrick, and they're having a wonderful time. They're about to kiss, and then Andrew shows up. And he's like, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to propose to you. And she says yes in front of Patrick. Poor Patrick's just sitting there looking like the sad guy on the carousel. Uh, heartbroken all <laughs> over again. We get the ghost of Christmas present, which is an ex-boyfriend uh, that she works with. And we see that the way that she's acting nowadays is ruining everyone's Christmas. 
We see that Andrew was on the phone for most of the night um, after the proposal, and she thought that he was talking to her and was excited, but turns out he was just on the phone with his earpiece. Oh, bah! Um, and so she goes and she sees, finally sees how sad Patrick was and like, oh my gosh, I was on a date with Patrick. Um, so she goes to try to make up with Patrick. He's not having it. He's like, get out of here. And so we see the ghost of Christmas future. It's Santa. Santa? She dated Santa? I don't know. Um, We see her mom being sad because she has no daughter anymore. Uh, We see her best friend not missing her. And then we see her in the hospital. And she flatlines and dies. (laughs) Alone. No, No one cares. We see the ghost is actually Andrew. And he's like, hey. I'm going to be an ex, too, because we get a divorce. So she snaps back to reality. Oh, there goes Rabbit. Um, and it's Christmas, and she starts being nice. She tells her employees, go home. Be with your family. Finally um, helping out a friend like she promised. She breaks up with Andrew. She's finally able to say goodbye to Caitlin and send her off to be an angel. And she goes and finds Patrick shooting hoops by himself on Christmas night outside of the hospital. She apologizes for leaving, um, and um, like I couldn't believe I left you, and it was I can't believe that you were going to propose. And he's like, "How'd you know you're, I was going to propose?" And she's like, "Don't worry about that piece of information. I love you." They start, they kiss, they spend Christmas with family, and that, my friends, was the Christmas, Christmas Cupid. We did it. We did do it, everyone. If you thought he took all the weight what's in that synopsis, you'd be wrong. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I can't wait to break it down. We're going to do that in just a second. First, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back here on Deck the Hallmark. Still, we're still back. trying to wrap my brain around this coming out in 2020. Boy, that would be something. Man, it really would. It really would. Um, what a difference a decade makes. Am I right? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I'm excited to talk about this one. I had never seen this one. Dan. Didn't <laughs> I, I missed it, if you can believe it. Didn't quite get to the Christmas Cupid um, in 2010. No. Let's start with Alonzo for the hot take. Find out if he's ever seen it and uh, what his thoughts were on uh, this viewing of this masterpiece. Uh, yeah, my first viewing as well. And whoo <laughs> My, I mean, we'll get to it, but there, there is stuff here that not only would this never fly on Hallmark, it wouldn't even fly on Freeform now. It's just like, okay. Um, that said, um, you know, there are some genuine laughs, which I don't often get in these movies. I could, I could point to like three to five, you know, like genuinely funny lines that that inspired laughter. Uh, this is barely a Christmas movie. Like it's one of those ones where you can tell they're just shoehorning it in because the structure might seem like they're doing uh, a Christmas Carol. They're really doing the Matthew McConaughey Ghost vehicle, of Girlfriend's Ghost of Girlfriend's Past. Past. That's right. You know, which is not a Christmas movie, but again, also borrowing from Dickens. Um, So, yeah, this is there's a lot of craziness going on here. But I have to say I was 
I was I I I kept going a to see if anything else funny was going to happen, and b if anything else just like oh, what <laughs> we're doing that <laughs> yep. was going to happen. I can't believe it wasn't called like the Ghost of Xmas Past or yeah. something yeah. like that. That seems like mm-hmm. a I don't much better the title yeah, than for the sure. Christmas Cupid to me. It yeah. did a strong reminding of yeah. uh, uh, you know of, of Ghost of Girlfriends Past for sure. Yeah. Do you want to go ahead? No, you go for Are it. You sure? Yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, it's wild. This is a wild <laughs> flick. Um, I, I mean, I have some thoughts. I, um, I, you know, it was entertaining. It was entertaining. It was shocking, but it was entertaining. Uh, I had a good time. Agree. Not enough Christmas. Um, I'll say this. You know, there's a lot of jokes in these in this movie that are something, and I was thinking to myself, man, a guy definitely wrote this. <laughs> no, no, no. A, a woman wrote this who now writes the dragon cartoon on Netflix. How I, that's, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. It was, I, I, I was, I was shocked. Um, a lot of shocking things in this movie, yeah. but I did have a good time. So if that's the goal, then Okay. You did it. You always give Chad Michael Murray movies a pass. Gosh, I love that guy, you, man. You just give him a you just it, like it doesn't matter what he's in. Like if he redid Birth of a Nation, you'd be like, that Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. Whew, you, can do, you can do hey, no wrong. It, it, Chad, Chad Michael Murray in Scrubs, let's just point out. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Scrubs and also basically borrowing heavily from the TV show Scrubs with the basketball scene. Uh, <laughs> so you know how back before COVID we used to go to like resorts and hotels and there'd be like a hot tub and like a swimming pool. If you ever got in the hot tub for like 10 minutes and jumped in the pool, it would feel like it's ice cold. That is what watching this movie is like after watching Hallmark Channel. Like, oh my gosh, the language <laughs> and some of the things that they say. I, all of a sudden, I felt like I was my like, you know, Southern Baptist mom. Like watching this, like, oh my gosh, like how could they <laughs> say and do the things? This was edgy plus. It was edgy plus. It was PG thirteen, yeah. and you just don't exceed. You know, with Chad Michael Murray and Christina Milian, you just don't see it coming. Like, and this, this, it was still called ABC Family. That's like, right. You think this was like, yeah, yeah th- th- this is the moment where the ladies on Hallmarkies go, oh, hashtag not my Hallmark. That's right. <laughs> yes. Hashtag not my Hallmark, especially, I mean, we're, we are, I mean, we're talking about STD jokes. We're talking about language. We're talking about all kinds of things. But at the end of the day, it it's still just a terrible movie. The, the, <laughs> the It's a story, and I want to. I wrote this down to make sure I get it straight. It's a story of a selfish publicist that sleeps her way to the top, wanting to throw a Christmas Day funeral rager for her departed client, who is then visited by three ghosts, only to still throw the party anyway. That is <laughs> that is what this movie is about. She literally does all of the things of the Christmas Carol or click or whatever. And then she go still doesn't go and hang out with her mom for Christmas. Doesn't go hang out with her friends. She still throws the giant party still like I, I it, it is mind bogglingly bad as a movie goes. It's the worst use. We didn't even mention Jack K. Harry. Who's who is in the movie doing Jack K. Harry, <laughs> yeah. but with Dotchins and, and like we, she's the worst use of her I've ever seen. It, this movie's a stinker, man. It's bad. It's a bad movie, and, and I, I was blown away by what I was watching from from, from opening credits to closing. It is Dan, a bad movie. Wor- yeah. Worse use of Jackie Harry than Jackie Harry brain surgeon. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Now that you say it out loud, <laughs> you know, I didn't look at Jackie. I just saw her holding a a, a wiener dog, and I was just like. 
she's in two scenes just and that's her bit is she loves Dotchins and it's like I there's no like she doesn't get to be sassy she doesn't need to get to every you know yeah. Topher Payne said you know when you're writing it's just, you know when you're writing a script for Jack Hay it's just going to be Jack Hay like there's no way around that and she doesn't really even get to do that that much in this movie no. but yes Jack Hay Harry brain surgeon's got to be up there there's, there's, <laughs> so I stand corrected it, second worst use. it is it is an it is unmistakably a bad movie yeah. oh yeah but we did have a fun time uh, yeah, I I I talked a lot during this yeah. movie. We laughed. We were we were like, was that an STD joke? We rewound <laughs> that scene. Couldn't believe it. Um, she literally uh. is like everyone she has slept with has tried to help her get to a, a hot, like more, more success on the business side of things. Like that is that happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like she literally is sleeping her way to promotions. I, I don't know. There's no way around that. I don't know how they wrote that in 2010 and thought this will be a fun, cute yeah. Christmas movie. And the boozy starlet calls her a slut, not once, but twice. That's right. <laughs> Double slut. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get two of those. Um, there's also some like, it just doesn't age well. I mean, yeah. Heidi Montag and Dakota Fanning references. I mean, they're not they're not holding up, gang. They're just not. I don't know what to tell you. It's, it doesn't go right for them. Well, that sounds like a good place to do the all the feels segment. Uh, part of the show where we're talking about what in this movie gave us feels. Alonzo? I mean, my, the, my only feels were that I was amused sometimes. Like, the, there's a line early on when the, the, the boozy starlet has died choking on an olive in a martini, and the Entertainment Tonight person yeah. covering it says, <laughs> if only she'd been drinking an apple martini, she might still be alive. That's right. Like, that made me laugh. That yeah. was genuinely funny. Uh, and then, yeah, b- beyond that, the only feels are like, oh, we can't we can't do this anymore. No. <laughs> no. You know, that, that, that's a Heidi Gardner thing, I think, on SNL. Like, Guys, you can't do that anymore. <laughs> more That's right. uh you know like that, that when 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 the uh, ghost the first ghost shows up and it's it's the, her high school boyfriend who was a football player there is a team of cheerleaders <laughs> who chant at christina million you put out That's right. like what <laughs> uh, so yeah a lot of bafflement feels but uh not not any like christmas feels so. i laughed at the apple martini thing too yeah. i laughed yeah. at it too i did there's no way around it it was ridiculous and i thought it was funny <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, yeah, the only other, the only feel that I got was also, uh, like a laughter feel. Like I, I laughed when, um, she's like, she's talking about the party that they're going to be throwing on Christmas day. And she says, this is going to be the biggest thing to ever happen on Christmas. And there, this guy is just like, you know, aside from Jesus, I don't know, maybe last good, good one. So congrats. But yeah, no Christmas feels, nary a Christmas feel to be found and no romantic feels either. No. So it, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a weird, weird movie in that regard, Dan. Yeah, you would surprise you to learn no feels over here. Uh, I, I like I did laugh at the martini joke for sure. Um but yeah, I didn't really spend it, its time doing anything of, of value. Like it just it just didn't. Like there's nothing that she really like in all of these movies that use this trope. Like even Click, which is not a good movie, the Adam Sandler movie. By the end of Click, you're like, man, I just can't wait for him to go back and see his dad and his wife and everybody again. In this movie, you you don't even get that. Like you don't. You're not even like, all right. She learned a, because she doesn't really learn a, a lesson. Really, kind of. She does. It just. It was not. A, no. It was not good. No feels. However, unlike Nashville Christmas Carol, we do yes. get a future ghost. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Ghost. Yes. Yeah, seeing an actual ghost of Christmas future is my feels. Yeah. That's good. I like that. But unlike in the Dickens, where you know, you sure you see a grave and you see the two. 
just straight flatline flat scene. Yeah, so and we don't know why. <laughs> no, we don't know why she's, dying, know why she's dying, so dying early. Young. But um, but man, bummer. She is. Big bummer. Nobody, nobody tells the science teacher to like, you know, That's get, right. look after her heart health. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's uh, go to the weight wipe first. We'll take a, a break. break. We'll yeah. do that. Uh, we'll be right back here on Deck the Hallmark. We're back. Welcome back to uh, Christmas Cupid episode of deck the hallmark um i am told here, in um, the facebook chat <laughs> facebook group bramble jam plus if you join you get to be a part of this amazing facebook community and you get to watch every episode live which is great um and and sometimes we see those those comments yeah and i'm being told that they're uh the alternate title in the u.s is x mess just x mess ex dash dash mess mm. so i don't know how they ended up with christmas cupid but they did. Xmas Carol. Xmas Carol. Xmas Carol. I just don't know how they ended up with. Uh, Xmas Carol makes more sense yes. than Christmas Cupid for sure. C Christmas Cupid was on a list somewhere, and they were like, "Okay, that one." <laughs> they were like, "Maybe someday, you know, in the future, there'll be a podcast who's looking for a Christmas <laughs> Valentine movie, and we can trick them." <laughs> yep. Well, good job, Got gang. Got uh, it's time for the wait. What is the part of the show where we uh, talk about the things in this movie that made us go, "Wait, what?" <laughs> uh, we'll start with you, Alonzo. Oh, gee, I really got to dig deep here. No, everything, <laughs> everything in this movie is a wait what? Let's unpack the uh, rave wake Christmas day <laughs> dead starlet function because it starts as the premiere of her new movie. Okay, so you're having a premiere on Christmas day for a movie called Snow Angel that is presumably somehow Christmas connected, which means... The movie itself wouldn't be opening until like January mm. because you always have the premiere like early enough to, you know, get some publicity out of it. Second of all, like you don't do anything on Christmas Day in Los Angeles. Everyone is out of town. So not only would there never be a party like this, like this party would be happening in early November. Um, the scene at the end when she's all, you know, going to fix her life and she like, you know, whips her top off in traffic to change blouses. So yeah, we didn't even mention a, that yet. <laughs> yeah. Everybody get, gets a good look at her in her Victoria's Secret. Like th that traffic is not happening in Los no. Angeles on Christmas Day. Like Christmas here is magical because so many people leave town Town, it's suddenly like there's enough parking and there's enough like road space to where traffic doesn't occur. It's so suddenly like that, a normal city. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so all of that is nonsense. Um, the proposal in the schmancy restaurant where the guy has somehow managed to get the chefs and all the other restaurant uh, 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 patrons in on it. They've all got sparklers. And How the are they not like confused? Because he had to do that before the breakup. How are they not confused when Chad Michael Murray's sitting there with her? That was one exactly. of mine. Yeah. Like, yeah, the no, whole thing is fraught. Nobody was handed a sparkler and was like, well, this seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Because you're not him. So oh no one said anything. They're all like, yeah, sparkle <laughs> Sunday, baby. <laughs> so that was baffling. And then when dude shows up later as the ghost of Christmas future, at first I thought, wow, Santa's beard is terrible. And then, okay, well, it's supposed yeah. to be fake, so that's fine. But when he whips it off, like there's still like strands yes. of it stuck to the spirit gum or whatever on his face. I was like, ooh, yeah. this is, like Hallmark, we do not believe in take two here. So, no. you know, the, the, there we go. Um, and then just, you know, minor stuff that, 
that uh, that this is an LA resident. I know the friend, if if her restaurant failed, would not go to work at an Applebee's because all the Applebee's are deep, deep in the suburbs and nowhere in the city proper. So the commute <laughs> would make it not worth her while. And um, even in the future version where she's the worst person on earth, uh, even if no one visits her in the hospital, she would have a really nice suite at like Cedars Sinai. She would not have <laughs> this dismal room with no flowers. Like other agencies would be sending her flowers even if they all hated her guts. So, so uh, let me ask you this about the best friend is when she says your rest, there's no business at your restaurant. Maybe that's because of the holidays. I laughed <laughs> because the holidays are when restaurants get really busy. Is that true yeah. in Los Angeles as well? Uh, not so much, but okay. like if, if there's a restaurant that you can't get a reservation at, you still can't get a reservation on in Hollywood because I don't know if you've heard this, but there are more than a few Jewish people who live here. What? So on Christmas day, <laughs> if you try to go to like Cantor's or a really good Chinese place, you're not getting a table. But usually so, like all the uh, restaurant people I know out here in South Carolina, they will tell you that like January or, you know, like March or wherever is, is slow. Like Christmas is when they make a ton of money. Sure. You got family visiting. You don't feel like cooking. Of course. Yeah, She's yeah. making her friend feel better saying the reason no one's visiting your restaurant is it's the holidays. <laughs> and the idea oh. that she's like, your restaurant would do better if only some celebrities would come up. Like how many clues does somebody have to hand you before <laughs> you high powered publicist goes, Oh wait, I could help my friend's restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she has to be told it multiple times. She keeps forgetting to do it. It's like, she is indeed the worst. Oh yeah. Man. Uh, is that it? <laughs> uh, I, I want to leave some more for y'all. So go for it. Okay. Um, so I, one thing is, um, the, this, sh uh, Caitlin calls, um, Sloan while she's at, just while she's still alive, she's dancing. It was right before she dies. Sloan has an iPhone. Yeah. It's 2010. But Caitlin, the movie star still flip phone boy. You know, what's crazy <laughs> is, but later on in the movie, they break in or, you know, not break in, obviously. Hide Caitlin's, a key. Yeah. Hide a key. And they find the phone and it's it's not a flip phone. It's a bedazzled pink Blackberry. So she decides to go out clubbing with the flip the flip phone. It's just that her, was the it's her burner. She doesn't want people to know where she is. It's her <laughs> burner phone. She's got a Motorola Razor for her burner, uh, burner phone. It, she doesn't want to get her nudes hacked. So, you know, she's that's doing what the Anna Wintour with the, with the flip phone. Yeah. No, that's fair, I guess, guys. Um, I found this conversation weird between her and Patrick. Patrick's like Frosty or Rudolph. And she's like the Grinch, and I'm like, that's not the question. Like, no, she says, <laughs> or does she ask? She the question? says Frosty or Rudolph. He says the Grinch, and she says same. Same. What? <laughs> it was a trick question. Yeah, <laughs> pizza or wings? Which one you go? How sandwich? Yeah, definitely. That's me too. not the question. Good gosh. <laughs> mm. Um, let's see. Uh, th there was a there's a moment where um. Andrew gets splashed. The boss gets splashed by with vodka with ghost from martini. Caitlin. Yeah. Now, um, Sloan is quite a bit away yep. and he gets splashed and he doesn't ask a question. He says, is that vodka? That's he it. He just says, is that vodka? Where does he think the vodka came from? <laughs> He's know. just like, well, again, got uh, splashed by the, the, the void. Ghost vodka. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> 
I guess we've all been there. Just another Tuesday. Um, I was confused at the end of this movie when Caitlin's finally getting her wings and they cut to this weird montage of just clips of her smiling or laughing throughout the movie. It's just turned me like... Just close-ups of her smiling. It was a weird, like, it wasn't, you know, like, things from her movie career. It's just her, throughout this movie, smiling. smiling. It was a weird montage, mm. weird use of montage. Um, and this is my my last thing. So, Sloane's the worst for a lot of reasons. But a big one is the fact that she left Patrick back in the day took everything took and just TV. left him a yep. note. No, didn't break up with him in person, didn't give him a phone call, a note. And she finds out because of the ghost of Christmas past that he was going to propose. And she tells him, you know, I can't believe I left you and you were getting ready to propose. I didn't know. That makes it so much so worse. So much worse. He, he, like, he was so just like, worse. oh, you knew about that? No, that makes it so much worse. Like, you knew I was going to propose to you and you left the way you did? That makes it so much worse. And he didn't even, he was just like, oh, I guess you knew. Cool. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so odd. He so gives odd. her way too many chances yes. in general. So, mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Well, what the hallmark will yeah, get we'll, there. We'll get there for sure. Um, and we can talk about Chad Michael Murray as a doctor <laughs> in, in the what the hallmark, and it's not a woohoo situation. Um, I can promise you. But I do need to talk x-rays momentarily. Uh, they go they go in to this. Caitlin died, and he takes uh, Chad Michael Murray takes Sloan in to see the body. And in this room, we have a body that's dead, covered up from head to toe, and but the x-ray is still up in the background for some reason. And this x-ray basically shows a spinal cord, like the curvature of a spinal cord near the neck, and then an olive, like right next to it. And I don't know if you know about this, but only the pit of the olive uh, would, would be hard enough to maybe see on an x-ray. The olive and the martini that you can stick a toothpick through pretty malleable stuff it's very weird that you just see a whole olive next to a spinal cord you it, can see the pimento on the x-ray that's how detailed this olive is this x-ray is borderline mri like it's that but only for olives not for her throat muscles or anything else clear as a bell and then olive spinal cord those are the two things that are firm enough to see on the x-ray olive spinal cord it won't show you a pearl onion. It no, won't show you no, a cornichon, no. but it will show you an olive. Yeah, if you were trying to find the glottis from the epiglottis, you're screwed. <laughs> but you need an olive? We got you. We got you here on this x-ray machine. Um, I was hoping that was intentionally a joke because it was so It ridiculous. was terrible. It was so mm. awful. Um, <laughs> the One of the big problems in putting this party together is this publicist and her entire agency in a high-rise in Los Angeles doesn't have phone numbers for celebrities. <laughs> what? What? Are you serious right now? That's the thing that's stopping progress? Is we got to break into a house so we can get this BlackBerry that has all the secret numbers? What are you doing all day long? What Do you have other clients? No kidding. <laughs> you guys are all like working at this giant corporation. You're like, man, if only we could get in touch with some celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> that would really speed this process up. I bet it would. What are we even doing here? Before they asked that dumb question where the answer is the Grinch, even though it wasn't a question, he asked her 
colored lights or red lights on your tree? <laughs> colored lights or red lights? Not colored lights or clear or white lights. Red is a color. Like, it's part of the lights that would be in the colored lights. I didn't know those were the two options. That doesn't make any sense at all to and me. outside of the bordello of blood, who has all red yeah, lights on yeah, their Yeah, no kidding. No, that's dangerous. You don't want any part of that. Um, and I, I did mention this, but I cannot uh, emphasize this enough. Her mom is lonely on Christmas morning. She says she's too busy to come home and spend time with her mom on Christmas morning. She just can't do it. She goes through all of this stuff. She sees how lonely her mom is in the ghost showing them like, and she feels terrible. She's an awful daughter. And so when she finishes with the three ghosts, do you know what she does? Does she go and spend the day with her mom? No, she goes to her mom's house picks her mom up and drops her off at her friend's house to be babysat all day. She basically just says, mom, I don't want you to be alone, but my time is too valuable. So here you go. Here's some people to talk to. So you don't feel lonely. It's a slap in the face. Uh, but the thing that I'm most concerned about here is there's a picture of Chad, Michael Murray and Christina Milian from when they're together with Santa and for some reason, he's throwing a fist up in the air, and I just don't, I don't know. I don't know why he's doing that. I don't know what reason he has for doing that. It's a weird decision last minute with Santa, me, my girlfriend Santa, fist up in the air. I don't, I don't know. It, that's it's a shout out to the 1968 Olympics. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had a really feeling it there. I, I just, I don't understand that at all. It doesn't make any sense. That's good enough for me for now. Those are my way ones. I love it. I love it. It's time for What the Hallmark. It's our show. We wonder what could have been maybe happening and give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Alonzo? Well, I mean, obviously, I really want to know about the release pattern of Snow Angel, because that's that is one of the great <laughs> mysteries of this movie. Uh, did you guys notice, by the way, this film opens with the closing number from the Mariah Carey Christmas movie? That's where yes. I had heard it. I, I like I, I heard the song talking about this. I was like, where is this? <laughs> Uh, my other big wait, what uh, I, I think to, uh, not to cut off what Dan was going to say, but for sure, uh, how much um, <clears throat> ish is she going to have to eat to like get back into Chad Michael Murray's good graces? Because oh really, gosh. like between the I knew you were going to propose to me and I accepted someone else's proposal in front of you in front of a crowded restaurant. <laughs> like I, th th we're talking. This is right up there with like I gave you half of my liver in terms of relationship <laughs> things that you will never like even out the score yeah it, no prayer she is going to be in the doghouse for the next couple of decades minimum <laughs> on that there's no way around it yeah um i'll go i'll go uh mine would be this um well i got two one pat patrick how 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 are you going to get back together with this girl how I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Yeah. Patrick, how? That's just, it's just how. There's no way it works. There's no way. My He's bigger question. slash coroner. He could have yeah, any woman right. he wants. That's right. No kidding. But it's a step down according to Christina Milian. I want to be very clear. But my, my <laughs> biggest question is also Patrick related. And um, Sloan and Caitlin both agree on one thing about Patrick, and it is that he smells like cake. And I would like to know why Patrick or how Patrick spending all day in the hospital can smell like cake. Yeah. 
I've been in many a hospital. And he spends all day. That's impressive. Nary a cake to be found. It's impressive. Specific, specifically, what kind of cake? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Specifically, pound, devil's yeah. food? What are we with? Carrot? <laughs> that's a great what are we question. Doing with yeah. uh, Dan? I've got more Chad Michael Murray questions. Oh, thank um, God. When does he actually doctor? I, I feel like he's, <laughs> he's shooting hoops. He's giving her a tour of the morgue. I'm worried, but I'm more concerned that he doesn't have any family of any kind. Why on Christmas night is this guy shooting hoops outside of the hospital? Like, does he have no family to go to? Like, is everyone in his family dead? What's going on he's there? Not, he's on call, Dan. Doctors have to work the crappy days. But if you're on call, do you have to be in scrubs at the hoop outside? Is that where you have to be to be on call? That is, that is part of the requirement, okay, yes. You yeah. need to be at that hoop um, for hours. And I, I yeah, yeah, just shoot hoops till we need you. Um, and my second one is just, man, that escalated quickly. She, you, I, What happened in her future where she stayed with the other guy that landed her on her deathbed and she's still like the same age. Yeah. What did she do that made her, she literally, her future is she dies yeah. alone in her 30, young 30s, late 20s. How did that happen? That was a very big drop from Chad Michael Murray in a long life. I don't understand it. If the ghost of Christmas future shows you that, at least take a peek at the chart, yeah. you know, at the yeah. foot of your bed. Just see like, oh, iron deficiency. Okay, I'm going to fix that. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like to for her to, like that's not a choice in relationship. You don't wind up on your deathbed in your early 30s because you started dating the wrong man. I, there's got to be something else that happened here. And yeah. I, I have to know what it is. I don't. It's crazy that her, basically the premise is, hey, if you keep going the way you're going, like you're going to die in a year. Right. Like, why? What? what's happening? <laughs> what is happening in her life that we don't know about? But, but is it the subtext of all of these movies? If you don't get back together with the dude you were with in high school slash college, you will die alone. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair, but yeah. like old and alone, not right. like next year and yeah. alone. This is very, this is very. If uh, they had a futuristic where she was like eighty or ninety, sure, and she's, she's there, and no yeah. one's okay. Yeah, I buy it. Like you're just you're you died alone. Nobody oh, cared no, about you. Something you're selfish. Something has happened. No, no, no. Maybe, maybe the stress just ate, ate her alive. <laughs> I don't know. She got hooked on the hard drugs and just no. didn't turn back. No. It was another olive, I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it was. We didn't get to see her x-ray, so there's no, right. there's really no way to know. <laughs> Who can say? Uh, guys, we did it. Uh, another one. Uh, very excited. Now, I, I got it really quickly. We're going to move our schedule back just a week, and we're going to squeeze in the spirit of Christmas. Because right. a couple weeks ago, we said we were going to watch it on Friday as the Hallmark movie, and then people were like, that wasn't in there on Hallmark. That was Lifetime. Well, and then some people watched it. It was a big hoopla. And we don't want anyone to watch these movies for no reason. Reason. We want there to Heaven's be purpose. Right. And so the spirit of Christmas, we're going to squeak that in there. And then, and then no we'll one else on. knows our schedule. So, so <laughs> this sounds like the original plan, but then we will be back to our red right. regular Spirit schedule. of Christmas next week. That's a Jen Lily lifetime. Yes. A, Mar a Marvista. A Marvista. Joins. And it's available. Oh. It's available on Prime. Uh, Prime. That's exactly right. On Prime. So, very good. So check that out. Check it out. Join us next week. That's exactly right. Um, Alonzo, do you have any parting words of wisdom you'd like to share? Uh, just that this was, for all of its many, many flaws, still better than Christina Milian's Memories of Christmas. Oh, my gosh. That Hallmark movie was so bad. They're saving the lodge. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. That's fair, guys. It's a then, town of 65 people, and there's not enough room to have the Christmas event. Yeah. She's not the lead in the uh, same time next Christmas, is she? That's somebody else, right? 
No, that, that was uh, what's her face Michelle. from Glee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, why do I? Why do I know does, that? <laughs> she does snow, snow globe is her. No, big one. that's Liam. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. of yes. course. We'll get to Which snow globe. We'll get shortly. to yeah. yes. Oh, shortly. We'll get to. Um, all right, everybody. Have a wonderful. We're gonna be back tomorrow. Yeah. So enjoy your your day. I guess that's right. We're gonna be back to, there's no point in wishing you a wonderful week because I mean we're gonna be a part of it. So how bad could it be? <laughs> um, until tomorrow, uh, where we cover um, playing Cupid. Playing Cupid. So not to be confused. Right. With, with Christmas. Yes. I no, guarantee you it will be more G-rated. Play no, guy, I can tell you right now. It's not. Playing Cupid <laughs> is out of hand. Wild. No, playing Cupid is gonna be so good. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I'm okay. watching it tomorrow. It's gonna be great. All right, until then. Bye everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast, go to bramblejampodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad-free, go to bramblejamplus.com.